Welcome back in, ladies and gentlemen, for another episode of Every Given Sunday Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm here with Brandon Harewood, myself, Joe Jennings. Michael Tilly cannot be here tonight because he's a scrub, but I will discuss that for another time whenever he listens to this. Um, how you doing, Buick? Doing good. It's a good Thursday night. Steelers are on. Got some brews. Got a couple of brews waiting for me after the podcast. Should be a good night, so let's talk some football. I just got a third down sack. Let's do it. That's what we do. Get them off the field. Um, it's going to be an ugly game today. We appreciate you guys for tuning in as always. Um, our second episode of the week as usual. We're going to have starts of the week, sits of the week, our lock bets of the week, and prices right or wrong. So before we get into any of that, we're going to go ahead and touch on a couple of news and notes um, that we've kind of wanted to touch on that happened the last two days or so. Um, let's start with the top thing. George Kittle is limited at practice, but based off me and Brandon, uh, we've been talking the last few days and we have him in our co-owner league. It is apparently that Kittle could have already went. He could, I guess he, is that right? Like he could have played last week. If if they if they really needed him to, he could have played. Yeah, they said he was close to playing last week. And, uh, Shanahan said he looks amazing. He looked amazing last week. So that's very confident for people like us. We, you dra- we drafted George Kittle pretty high. We haven't had him basically at all this year, and we're already in week three. So it would be nice to get Kittle back. Um, so, yeah, uh, I would just stay encouraged for those owners. I don't know if you have something to touch on with Kittle, but I don't have much to touch on with him. Yeah, only thing I'll say is it's a lot more encouraging knowing that he's coming back to Jimmy Garoppolo at quarterback. I mean, he's, we've seen what Kittle's able been able to do with him in the past. So you should have the old Kittle back. So that's, one of the best values of the drafts. If somehow, like, yeah, some leagues you were able to get him in the fifth. Like that early fifth, if if Jimmy G is the quarterback, so keep an eye on that. I will say he is a trade low candidate, and I mean trade low before Sunday, if you are going to do it. Um, yeah, going into our next piece of news, Alvin Kamara has returned to practice after missing last game with uh, his rib injury. It's good to see Alvin Kamara back in practice. The Saints' offense has not looked that great. Well, Jameis hasn't looked that great. Let me not say everybody. Last week they played pretty bad against the tough Buccaneers defense. Are you starting Kamara with confidence? Um, you're definitely starting him. I'm not sure how confident because it's a rib injury. And I mean, anybody who's had a rib injury knows like, and you're playing the running back position, you're going to get hit in the ribs a lot as well. So I'm not sure where snap percentage will look like this week, the first week off of a rib injury. Um, They say it was comparable to Herbert's rib injury as well. And you saw how much pain he was in. So hopefully he's good to go. Hopefully he's fully healthy, but I would, you know, he, there could be some limitations his first week back. Yeah, I'll just be playing with a little caution, but if he's suiting up, you start him. It's not if and or but. Yeah. So going into our last piece of news for this week, Michael Pittman is back at practice after missing last game. And I am very encouraged by this. I'm a Michael Pittman owner. You could tell the difference. Definitely, you could just tell the difference in their offense. Like, not saying they were amazing week one, but Pittman was clearly the alpha. They had an alpha. They had a real number one. And last week, I just don't know what the hell is going on. I actually don't know what the hell is going on with the Colts. Yeah, the right Colts, now. yeah. I, I'm actually lost. I have no clue what's happening. But this is a conversation for another time. If you have Pittman, watch with a little caution. He, they say he should be, for the most part, he should be ready to go Sunday. But just check, keep an update on that with caution. But I definitely would start Pittman with confidence. If they say he can go, you start Pittman with confidence. And I wouldn't even think twice about it. So, yeah. Going ahead. Um, that's it for our news and notes for the week. Now we're going to go ahead and get into our starts of the week for you guys. And um, since Tilly can't be here, he has written down all his stuff. So we will tell you 
the people that he gave um, for each one in terms of the categories, and we would tell you where his lock bit and prices right or wrong question is of the week. So uh, Tilly's start of the week is Dalvin Cook. I'm, um, I'm not going to sit here and just harp on it all day. I'll say a few words, kind of make it a little quick on his part. Being Tilly do own Dalvin Cook, they play Detroit. I expect Dalvin to have a big, big bounce back week. Detroit's defense has been playing well, but they just still haven't been great. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely agree. They've been in a lot of high-scoring games these past two weeks. I think this will be another high-scoring game as well, which should bring some touchdown upside for Dalvin Cook. And you've seen him get the work. It just hasn't been that efficient this this year so far. So hoping that he gets that on track. Man, just if he gets an end zone, everything's going to get going. He's yeah. Gotta get on, baby. He's got to get an end zone. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of where we're at with that. Uh, B, would you go ahead with your start of the week? Yeah, I find this is a guy that you're going to really appreciate hearing. But A.J. Brown for the Eagles, um, he's looked really good these past two weeks. Um, right now, he's the wide receiver 13. Um, and this week, he will be going against Washington. And their defense has had a lot of troubles um, so far this season, I believe. Is that is that who Amon St. Brown played last week? Was that Washington? Yes, he played the Commanders last week. So Marwan St. We saw the type of game Marwan St. Brown had last week. Um, you know that 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 Washington secondary doesn't look that good, and you see how good Jalen Hurts is playing this this year. This is something we've called all offseason. Um, the connection with him and AJ Brown looks really good. I think they'll have a lot of opportunities this week, and I think he's somebody you can really trust with a lot of upside. Uh, what do you see him going for, or kind of a projection? Um. I feel like when is AJ Brown in the conversation? I feel like you 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 almost have to lock him in for a hundred yards. I know he didn't get it last week um, against Minnesota. I mean he had sixty nine, but the week before that he had, he had one hundred and fifty five. I mean I think he could get somewhere near 10, 10 to thirteen targets, probably around the seven to ten catch um, area, and then a hundred plus yards and hopefully a touchdown as well. So I think it should be a solid week. I love A.J. Brown. Like I said, um, you start him everywhere you have him. It shouldn't even be a debate at this point, obviously, clearly. Right now, he's wide receiver 13 and four-point PPRs uh, leagues. The guy has extreme upside. The matchup, like you said, is great. Washington cannot cover anybody right now, to be respectful. So, I love the matchup here with A.J. Brown to the moon, especially if you have uh, Jalen Hurts to the moon as well. Uh, yeah. So, going on to my start of the week, this is a guy I feel like literally if – Continues pace will be head and shoulders, not close. The best value or steal in auto fantasy football, and that's James Robinson. <laughs> They're just right now, but he's top six. He's top six, seven running back in every format. Doesn't matter what it is. Last two weeks, man, he's come back with no hesitation. Eleven carries week one. Okay, we thought he didn't work back into it. Twenty three last week, like that's a yeah workhorse and two catches. So he had twenty five touches last week. That's insane, dog. And that's what I'm – he scored every week he's been in so far. I don't know. In the Chargers, I don't care. They have just not looked good against the run. Like, they've looked all right, but they've played a lot better against the pass, in my opinion. So, I think Robinson – expect another healthy doses of Robinson. I think the minimum of carries is probably going to be, yeah, 14 or 15. That's I think that's like the floor again, like 14 or 15, and he might give you about two or three catches. So, we're looking at a guy who's giving you anywhere between 15 to 20 touches a week. And the Chargers just – I don't know. Their defense is not playing exactly how I thought they would play and be asked out. So I love Robinson here. He's and for, he's clearly the goal line back. It's no yeah. touchdown machine. Yeah, that's where I'm at with Robinson. Yeah, I like Robinson a lot. Um, 
should definitely be, like you said, it should be a good matchup against the Chargers. Um, hope, hoping that he does get in the end zone, but he's shown like these past two weeks, like he looks very explosive. He's getting downhill really quick, really good north and south runner. So should be a solid game from James Robinson. Like you said, he was biggest steal of the draft. Probably went your last pick of the draft, and he's top 10 running back. So, yeah, he's a lot. He's our guys. So we're going to go ahead. And next for you guys to transition into our sits of the week. Tilly sit of the week is Russell Wilson. I just don't think this needs to be explained a lot, but I will say what I believe Tilly probably would have said. He's thinking up the joint right now. I don't know what else to say to you about him. I don't know why they're making this harder than it has to be. But it's like, so Dan Orlovsky, quick point. Dan Orlovsky was on ESPN. I didn't realize a stat until he said it. They've been in the red zone. twenty, So they're taking 22 plays inside the 20-yard line. 18 of them have been passes. Stop. Wow. So much. Like, yeah, I didn't know that. <laughs> they took That's crazy. The 20 and set over 75 to 80% of them have been passes. I'm not quite understanding what's going on. Like, you're making it too hard on Russ for no reason. It doesn't – don't – listen, he is a gunslinger, but maybe we just need to realize the let Russ cook thing is not a thing. Like, okay, he could be a 30-touchdown guy, but he's not Patrick Mahomes. He's not Tom Brady. Like, he, he just can't cook up the same way other people can. And that's kind of where I'm at with it. Yeah, they've, they've looked really shaky over these past two weeks. I mean, they're giving him opportunities. He had 42 attempts, uh, pass attempts week one, 31 last week. His percentage is just terrible right now. Um, he only completed 14 passes last week, one touchdown each game. Um, so he has not much touchdown, passing touchdown upside with him so far. Um, they're also possibly could be playing without Jerry Judy once again. Um, so, yeah, he, he doesn't seem to have much upside right now. I mean, he could be a safe play, in a, a, and I know a lot of people probably don't have many options as to who they can start at quarterback. So he's fine rolling out if you have no one else. But, yeah, I would I would try to find somebody. Uh, I know waiver wires already passed, but if you could have grabbed the Carson Wentz or Tua, they, they might have even more upside. Um, so, yeah. But, yeah, so I'll go ahead and roll into my um, sit of the week. It's also at the quarterback position, and this one may shock a lot of people, but it's Tom Brady. Um, And just like he's actually been worse than Russell Wilson, um, these first two weeks he's had 10 points and nine points. That's 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 losing you a week. And this week uh, shouldn't be any better. Um, He probably won't. He won't have Mike Evans. He's been suspended for a game. Um, Julio Jones and Chris Godwin both didn't practice um, at all this week so far. So he'll probably be out there with Lord knows who um, playing against the Green Bay Packers. They're a pretty respectable defense as well. And I just I just I think they're going to just try to win this game by scheming it up and, and not necessarily airing it out like like we saw from him last year. So I think he's just another quarterback with not much upside. I mean, he could surprise me this week. Um, he's thrown one touchdown in each of his uh, first two games. I mean, yardage-wise, it's been absolutely awful. He had 212 week one, 190 yards last week. Like, that's not going to cut it. That's yeah, it's not going to cut it. <laughs> I, don't know what, I don't know what's going on exactly. Like, you could play Ryan Tannehill right now for these numbers. I'm Literally. Not- I don't know what to, I don't know what the hell is going on. Yeah, any better without Mike Evans? And what if Chris Godwin? We don't understand. There might be a world where he has no Chris Godwin, no Julio, or Mike Evans this week. What are we doing? Sounds like Fournette getting thirty carries and uh, <laughs> ten catches. But yeah, he's a, he's a quarterback twenty seven right now. He was a quarterback. What was he quarterback one last year? 
quarterback two. He was definitely top three last year. Like, this is a major fall off for Tom Brady this year. Hopefully, he does get it together. He is the goat. So, but I would I would try to look for other options if you could. Yes, I agree. Uh, right now, me and Tilly have him, and we are pivoting right now. We are starting Derek Carr, and in my other league, I am like I have Russell Wilson in my other league. And I'm really, I really think I might just start Carson Wentz this week. Um, and it just is what it is. I mean, I don't blame I him. right now, after the first two weeks, his floor isn't any lower or higher than Russell Wilson's right now. So, um, my set of the week, Mr. Devin Singletary of the Buffalo Bills. I'm out. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what just happened after week one. What, well, mind you, James Cook did get 11 carries last week. Devin Singletary only had six. Now, you could tell me they were blowing them out, so maybe you know they didn't want to get the starters. Yeah. Okay, maybe. I got you. But even if you look at it before, week one, eight carries. Week two, six. Is he ever like, – he's never going to be a 13, 14 carry guy. You might have a couple of weeks where that happens. But it's not really going to happen. I think the best thing for him is you have to depend on him being hyper-efficient with his runs or it's just going to be pointless of playing him. And right now, there are some people who are going to have to play Devin Singletary. Like, sadly, the best off how their lineup is, some people are going to have to somehow figure that out. And I just – I don't know, man. It's bothering me. I've never been a huge guy. And he looked really good in week one, so I kind of anticipated more of that in week two. And then Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs just took over the show, so I didn't know what to expect. But I just feel like as the weeks go on, Cook is going to get more and more, like, inching towards getting ahead of him. So if you have any pivot, I suggest do not start Devin Singletary. Yeah, you're just not guaranteed anything with Devin Singletary. Like, even Zach Moss gets mixed in a lot. Like, sometimes I'll be on, just looking at the game like, why is Zach Moss in right now? Like, and he's a, he's the only starting running back in the league who can't get over 10 carries. Like, I don't understand that at all. Um, he looks great, like, like, like you said, when he does touch the ball. But, I mean, you can't depend – you can't start a guy who's most likely going to get underneath 10 carries. And like you said, he's going to have to be hyper-efficient. They haven't used him in the goal line much at all. Um, they gave him a couple of tries last week. I think he did get a touchdown, but it got called back for, like, holding or something. But man on the goal line. They absolutely were not giving him the ball. It's bad. And, and Stephon Diggs and, and now Gabe Davis is supposed to be coming back. I mean, Josh Allen's throwing 30-yard touchdowns every time they get up the field. So it's like you rarely even have chances in the goal line because they're just playing so well uh, in the passing game. So. You know when they do, though, it's like you think 17 is going to take it every time. So yeah. Like, the Diggs, uh, Diggs is wide open every single time. So Every time you think he's about to hand off the single, Terry, pull, slant the Diggs. Never exactly. Like, I don't know. Usage yeah. is not there. I think me and B would say usage is just not there. And if the usage is not there, he basically has to rip off like 10 yards every run just to have any type of success for you. Literally. So, yeah. Um, we're going to go ahead and get into our prices right or prices wrong questions of the week. And I'm, I'm assuming the Tilly's was James Robinson. Yeah, that was Tilly's. Okay. And Tilly's prices right or wrong question of the week is will James Robinson finish? Joe, James Robinson will finish as a top 15 RB. Is the price right or wrong, Brandon? Um, I'll say price is right. I mean, you had him as your start of the week. Um, we have a lot of confidence in him. Um, and surprisingly, the Jaguars actually look decent this year. They actually look decent. Um, they look good. Like, yeah, they look really good. <laughs> Their defense is really good. Their offense. James Robinson is basically carrying the offense, him and Christian Kirk. So, I, I like it. And I can in the way RBs are playing as well, there's a lot of sucky RBs right now. Like I don't get it. And James Robinson's one of the few guys who's actually showing up to play this year. So I'll trust him as a top fifteen running back. Like I said, 
probably guarantee 15, 15 to 20 touches. So, like I said, I, the price is absolutely right for me. I have James Robinson finishing in the top 12. Forget top 15. He will be a top 12 running back this week again. And I love the spot. I just don't think the Chargers defense is great right now. Um, I think, it's like I said, it's not looking as good as I thought it was going to be. And that's okay. But I love the opportunity for James Robinson. And I believe all the touches are going to be there for him. So, you can go ahead with George. Well, yeah, I'll go ahead and get into my prices right or wrong. Um, mine is Tony Pollard will outscore Zeke. Um this upcoming week and just to give some context to that i mean zeke it's been a little sketchy these these first two weeks 5.4 points in both weeks um right now zeke is the running back 48 and to touch yeah. on some yeah and then Pollard had a really big game it was very quiet big game last week he has 17.8 points he's right now he's the running back 21 um do you think he'll outscore zeke this week and they play the Giants. Yes. Everybody knows me. I hate Zeke for fantasy football. <laughs> I hate him. I, I, if you've been listening to the podcast, you know I do not like him. Like, I, I, I'm just not quite understanding. The O-line the just looks all right. Doesn't look great. Doesn't look terrible either. Zeke doesn't look like – Zeke looks like he's still fat. Doesn't have the extra burst anymore. Like, he'll occasionally do one or two runs a game where he does the old thing. And I'm just like, man, dog. He put up exactly 5.9 points in the two weeks in a row. Like, yeah. I, don't, I don't know how you can start this man. You know what? Honorable mention. Tilly could cut that out. Watch the George pick and kicks. Oh, my God. Yeah, my roommate right now is going insane. I don't know if y'all can hear that. Yeah, uh, Zeke, 5.9 points, man. I don't understand what is going on. It's just hideous. At this point, that's what I meant to say. I don't mention Zeke is also my sit of the week, too. Put put him in there as well with Singletary. Wow. Him, like, bro, how can you start him right now? Who would you who would you start? Would you start uh <laughs> would you so if you have Pollard and Zeke on your team, you would start Pollard? Yes. Like I think right now I would I would I would just bank on Pollard getting a big play, catching, passing, or something. I, I don't know. I yeah, I just if Zeke again, if Zeke doesn't score a touchdown, you're gonna regret it. What I'll say right now for those out there who do have Zeke, I will be trying to move him. Honestly. Trade low, trade high, figure something out. You better package him with Devontae Adams, something. I don't know. But figure out how you're going to make that work. And I would be trying to go get my shares of James Robinson's, the people like that everywhere. Uh, so you would trade you would trade Zeke for James Robinson? Absolutely. And a heartbeat. Yeah, that's a, that's a great would, trade. You if can somebody were keeping James Robinson for Zeke right now, I would absolutely take that trade 100 times out of 100. And that's my point. Everybody was so pressed to take Zeke off name value when Zeke really should have been a six-round pick. Like, I mean, for real. So, no. Let's go Tony Pollard to the moon. So, for my price is right or price is wrong question of the week, Javante Williams will score his first touchdown of the season in week three. Um, price is right for me. I just believe he's a touchdown machine, man. I don't know what like I said. I already told you the stat. They've thrown it 18 out of 22 times in the red zone. I'm not quite understanding. Javante literally is top five in the league at break tackles. Like, he's top five hardest guys to break – I mean, tackle based off statistics and just watching the game. He, Bro, he's really slippery. He's hard to tackle. I get he fumbled on the goal line. Uh, I guess that was game one against Seattle. But you gave it to Melvin Gordon four or five times, and he got stuffed every play. Like, yeah. move, on, move on to the new guy, man, and give the kids some carries on the goal line. That's all I'm saying. But I truly believe he will end up scoring this week. Sorry. Yeah, I believe he will end up scoring this week. 
and he's playing the 49ers. And I, so I know it's going to be tough, but I think this one of those games is going to realize, listen, we can't afford to play around. So if we get down here in this goal line, we need to punch it in. Yeah, I definitely agree. That That's the point I was going to mention as well. It should be a very competitive game. Um, these are two really good teams. Well, I'm, I'm hoping the Broncos are a good team this year. Uh, hopefully they get it together. Um, I think uh, Rush really has something to prove. They all have something to prove. And they should. I think he'll mess around and turn into a high-scoring shootout type of game. Um, and so that'll provide a lot of touchdown opportunities for Javante Williams. And I think he'll get in the box. So. It's only a matter of time. He looks really good, so he deserves a touchdown at this point. Say so week three, he should he should get you one, fellas. Um, so yeah, going ahead, let's get into our, our lock bets of the week. Philly's lock bet uh, for this week. Let me make sure I got it right. Yep, there we go. It was the Las Vegas Raiders. Like they're going up against the Tennessee Titans, and the spread right now is two and a half. I love it. Yeah, the, the Titans stink. I'll take I'll take my chance with the Raiders. Even though the Raiders are zero two, I'll take my chances. If you if all the Raiders got to do is win by a field goal. I'll take my chances. The Titans stink. Yeah, I feel the same way. Um, I think they'll be able to. It's on the defense. Yeah, I'm hope I'm, I'm hoping they're able to bottle up Derrick Henry. Um, and I think you know they definitely have something to prove, especially Devontae Adams. Um, this upcoming week, he wasn't target. He didn't get that many catches last game. He had a good game. He just didn't get that many catches. So I think they'll come out pretty hot this week and should handle the Titans. And like you said, the Titans just don't look good at all. They don't like they're trying to compete. So. Right, we were talking about that's going to be Devontae Adams' worst game in the season. I I don't know if he, but I firmly believe. That. I think he'll go off this week. Yeah, yeah, that's my opinion. So no offense to the, the Titans, but I don't know who in the world is guarding. Caleb Farley is their best guy, I guess, right now. And no disrespect to him, but he's still a young bull. This only his second or third. So <laughs> yeah. good luck to my boy. I'm okay. Uh, Brandon, you want to get into yours? Or you want me to go? So yeah, y'all get into mine and uh, look at my boys, huh? Yeah, I'm going with your boys. Um. It's the Ravens, uh, minus two and a half over the New England Patriots. Um, and I've honestly liked what I've said. A lot of people have been hating on the Ravens, um, mainly because of what happened last game. But Ravens are looking really good this year. Like, Lamar is coming out looking like he's ready to compete. I think they'll be really fired up after last week uh, with the comeback win, uh, comeback loss against the Miami Dolphins. Um, I think you guys are really going to come out ready to compete. Um, New England, they're you know they're 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 always a respectable team. Um, they came out, they beat the Steelers last week, but I just think the Ravens have so much offensive firepower that I think it'll just be too much for the Patriots. I actually like you all's defense as well. Like a lot of people been hating on the Ravens defense. You also you guys also made a move today to get a who'd you guys get? Jan, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, Pierre Paul. So. I think you guys will go out and play a solid game against them as long as you guys can lock up Damian Harris. Our passing defense sucks. Like, the yeah, it's the passing defense. But the passing defense is just awful. Yeah. And um, so hopefully you guys can – they don't have too many passing options. Hopefully you guys can just shut down Jacoby Myers and whoever else they throw the ball to, Nelson Aguilar. And if you guys can bottle up Damian Harris, I think, you know, it should be a lock for you guys. And I think two and a half is kind of disrespectful in my opinion, but – We'll see what happens. <laughs> I agree, but you know, I've seen weirder things happen. So yeah, well, no, we'll see how that goes. But yeah, it's been a weird year, so we'll see. <laughs> and I know it's my lot better the week, but I'm not gonna lie to y'all. I'm not gonna say 100 confident in what I'm about to say, but it's what my gut is telling me is right. Take the Chiefs at five and a half over the Colts. That's just what my gut is telling me. Maybe I like I'm that. Wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. It's the the Chiefs, the Chiefs look good, and the Colts just look, don't don't. And maybe I'm I'm not gonna overthink it this week. 
All the Colts had, all the Chiefs have to do is win by a touchdown. But not even yeah, a touchdown. They didn't have to win, get the extra point. They just have to win by a touchdown. So I don't know. I like the spot here. Mahomes is playing out of his mind. I will admit, I think this is the week the Colts pick it back up a little bit. But I still don't think it's enough to cover the spread against the Chiefs. I think they still lose by at least six. Yeah, I definitely agree. Like you said, I mean, outside of Josh Allen, I think Pat Mahomes is probably playing second to best in the league when it comes to just throwing the ball and just airing the ball out. They look really confident this year. Um, and the Colts look shot right now. Matt Ryan looks old, and there's no way to keep it up unless Jonathan Taylor scores three touchdowns. Uh, I'm not seeing it happening. So I like that one a lot. I think they'll probably end up blowing them out, <laughs> just like the Texans did last week. So the Texans can do it. I, I would I would put my money on the Chiefs as well. And that's kind of where I'm at with that. So uh, that's a wrap up for you guys. You know, um, we know this episode is not going to be long timing wise, but you know it's kind of two of us. You know, uh, feel like we still gave you guys a good amount of information. Did the best we could with just two of us. And Tilly will be back next episode. We'll try to be more consistent with having making sure all three of us are on. But thank you guys for listening as always. You guys can follow us on all social media at Podcast EGS. And the link in our bio, you can find all the stream places that we stream our episode, uh, episodes that we release. So whatever works for you, we probably have it for you. And if not, DM us and we'll see if we can get on other things. If we like what, you're, what you lose, you to listen to podcasts, we're not on. But thank you guys as always. And we'll see you guys next time.